Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. I'd like to take this opportunity to say that while we are going to continue the podcast, we're not going to continue it right now. We're going to step aside and we're going to let the travelers on the omnibus take it from here. Yeah, um, we will one day finish our story, but uh, not anytime soon and definitely not at WrestleMania. No, no, we we don't want to finish our two-year story at WrestleMania 40 where it was intended to be finished. Yep. Because and the reason we're doing this is because uh, one of the guys at Silence Your Cell Phones got injured. Yeah. So uh, you know. Welcome back to Whiskey and Wrestling, um, where we drink whiskey because we hate wrestling. Yeah, pretty much. I, I that's, that's that's what it's becoming. I like that for a new catchphrase for us. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I'd sent to the the group chat that we have for wrestling about uh, why do we do this again. Because we're masochists. That's the only thing I could think of. I mean, yeah. Um, this week, before we get into what that was all about, and we actually dive into the wrestling for the week, this week we are drinking Telemore, Telemore, Telemore Dew. This is a Irish whiskey that is triple distilled. Um, trying to see 40% alcohol by volume, so 80 proof. I know it's a... One of the favorites of our buddy Jay from Travelers on the Omnibus. It's a real pretty yellow, mm-hmm. like amber color. Uh, it's not super dark or anything like that. Of Just, course, it's not a bourbon, so it's yeah. not it's not stored in those charred oak barrels. Um, it is a, like I said, it's an Irish whiskey. So you can compare it to your Jameson's, your proper number 12s. Yeah, Bushmills. Yeah. That kind of stuff, so... Just a hint of acetone on the nose. It's not overpowering. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's very sweet Mm -hmm. uh, smelling. So, you know, hey, let's go with it, huh? Yeah. Cheers. Smooth. It's very smooth. Uh, No burn. Yeah. Well, I won't say no burn, but I mean, there's a little bit. It's It's a pleasing tingle. It's a very smooth whiskey. Uh, it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It definitely has that sweet flavor. Um, it's it's sweeter to me than like a Bushmills or a, a Jameson. Yeah. It's smoother than both of those two. Jameson tends to be a little rough. I don't uh, know. I kind of like Jameson. I like Jameson, but it's, it is a little more rough than this is. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, Jameson's where the first... Irish whiskey that I had, so you know. Well, I mean, I think Jameson is pretty much going to be your your introduction to Irish whiskey. It's one of the J's. Jameson, Jack, Jim. I mean, Johnny, Johnny. So you have all of them. You're pretty much covering the gamut of whiskey. I think the only one that's not covered there is Canadian whiskey. Yeah, and there's no J's that I'm familiar with. I'm sure maybe in Canada there's a Jacques or something (laughs) like that. That's a but anyway, uh, yeah, tell them more do. It's worth it. Yeah, it, uh, it's not bad at all. It's not expensive. Let's see, what is it? Like a $35, $40 I think, bottle? I think it was a $30 bottle. 
Like it's it's not expensive. It's right there in the same price range as your Jamesons, as your Johnny. You know your your cheaper Johnnies, yep. uh, your Jims and your Jacks, and it's not a bad pour. Yeah, get okay. you some, try it out. Give it a shot. Yeah. So back to uh, hell. I mean wrestling this yeah. week. No, nah, you good. You good. So I guess we start with last week, right? Because uh, when we recorded. Last week, our our very special, very heavy episode, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of it, the rumble was coming on. Yeah. So we we left the episode. We watched the rumble. The rumble only had four matches: women's rumble, men's rumble, the triple threat for the for Roman's title, mm-hmm. and KO versus Logan Paul. Fatal four way for Roman's title. Four, yeah, fatal four way. Um, Logan Paul retains because KO got disqualified. Mm-hmm. Um, for a an, an interesting disqualification, it wasn't. It wasn't like I, I appreciated it for what they tried to do. Yeah, because one of Logan's dudes tried to give him brass knuckles. Ko got the knuckles off of him, smoked him with him, and then he's pinning Logan. And the ref is on like the two count, going down for the three, and stops and points at Kevin Owens' hand because he's still got the knuckles on. Yeah. Um. So. It's a it's a finish you don't see very often. It keeps Kevin strong. Yep. And unfortunately, it keeps Logan strong. Yeah. But and we all knew that Logan was going to be carrying the title into Mania. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, the Fatal 4-Way was what you expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman retains through uh, bullshit, as always. Yeah. So, there you go. Then we got the Rumbles. The Women's Rumble was, without a doubt, the star of the show. Uh, Very cool Rumble. You start off with the return of Naomi mm-hmm. uh, as she enters. Was it Bailey that entered first? Uh, no. No, it was Natalia. Natalia, Natalia, Natalia entered first, one. and then Naomi was two. And number three was Jordan Grace. Uh, she wasn't three. She was six she was or three. seven. Was she that far down? Yeah, she was that far down. Okay. But yeah, she because uh, I went back and watched it because I wanted to see the the reaction. Okay. Uh, obviously, we were still recording. If you go back and yeah. you listen to our heavy episode last week, we announced Jordan Grace's yeah. entrance, so we were still recording. I wanted to go back and hear the crowd reaction and right. and how that worked. And she got a great reaction, great showing. Of course, she's the TNA uh, Women's Champion right now. Yeah, um, had a real good showing in the Rumble. Like I was very impressed with, with what they did. Not not with her. I mean, I'm impressed with her anyway. But yeah. I was impressed with how WWE treated her. I guess they the they treated her like a star. Yep. And they treated her extremely well, showing yep. that it nothing. If nothing else, Triple H respects TNA for what there they've was done. An amazing face off between her and Bianca, which I would, I would love to see that to match. See that match. That would be an amazing match to watch. Um, you know, the women's Rumble went really well. Bailey won, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really cool win there. Liv Morgan made her return. Yep, Liv came out at thirty, and mm-hmm. she was the the last one eliminated. Yeah, uh, Bailey wins. Congratulations, Bailey. She was the Becky's won the Rumble. Charlotte's won the Rumble. Bailey's won the Rumble. So Sasha, I think, has won the Rumble too. Has Sasha won. I think so, but I could be wrong on that. Um. Not that she's with the company anymore. Right. But. So either 
either Bailey was the last of the four horsewomen to win or Sasha still needs to win one, but we'll talk about Sasha in a few minutes. Um, yeah, I thought the women's rumble was great. Uh, if you have Peacock, go back and watch it. Um, Absolutely. It is it well, is completely worth it. So, yeah, big big props on, on the women uh, that did that. Then you had the... the, the U.S. title match and then the fa- the Fatal Four Way. Mm-hmm. Then we had to hit the men's rumble. Yep. Um, so this is CM Punk's first official in ring competition for WWE. Mm-hmm. It comes down to Cody versus Punk. Yep. For your final two, which there was no real surprise entrances none. in the men's rumble. There, there were none. Um. Uh, if you ask me. Yeah, not none that are popping in my head. Like, yeah. there was nothing we super saw, memorable about this rumble. There really wasn't. The only thing that we can mark down as memorable, I guess, is Brock Lesnar was supposed to make his return here, mm-hmm. but because of all of the uh, issues, he was pulled completely, uh, and Braun Breaker took his spot. Yeah. To the point of this was done like Saturday morning, so it was, hey, Braun, you're going to do all of Brock's spots. All so everybody that Brock was scheduled to eliminate, you eliminate. Dominic Mysterio is going to eliminate you, which Dominic was supposed to eliminate Brock, which I think if everything that happened hadn't have happened, that could have been a little interesting, I think. It would have been an interesting story, but, um, I, you know... Brock should be gone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if these allegations are true, and we have gone. no reason to doubt them, mm-hmm. he should be gone. He should be gone. So we come down to Punk versus Seth. They have like a little mini match because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like when it got to the final four, uh, four and three were eliminated pretty quick, and then it was a bit before. Uh, Punk got eliminated. Yeah. And Punk got eliminated after saying, uh, I didn't come this far to get eliminated by Dusty's kid. Mm-hmm. And then was immediately eliminated by Dusty's kid. Yeah. Um, Cody climbs the ring uh, post. He points at the WrestleMania sign. And throughout the Rumble, they had shown uh, Seth and Roman were kind of sitting in skyboxes yeah. watching. And he points directly at Roman and starts you know, shouting, I'll see you at Mania, that kind of thing. For at least a couple of days. So it comes out relatively shortly after the Rumble, like within a couple hours. Mm-hmm. It comes out that it appears that CM Punk is injured, yep. that he may have torn his triceps. Then we find out that, yes. We find out Monday tricep. he's torn his triceps. They do a weird segment Monday where Seth kind of challenges Cody to pick him. Yeah, so Punk comes out. Punk tore his tricep. That's going to be about a four to six month recovery process is what there is on the good end, right? Yeah. And that's, you know, remember Punk has torn his triceps before. That's what took him out of TNA for a long time as well as his personality. Um, But uh, (laughs) not even personality issues, his personality. Right. Um, So Seth comes out on Raw. Mm -hmm. And Seth cuts his promo about the world heavyweight title, which is what he's got, uh, being... You know, the workhorse title. This is the title, and and the way he said it was weird, this is the title that Dusty would have wanted was part of it. You know, he's going on about how Cody should challenge him 
because this title is the one that means something. Yep. It's the one that is defended. It's not the part-time Hollywood title. That's yep. what he called the the universal title, the WWE title. Um, Let's skip to Cody kind of leaves the show, and he looks a little confused and a little yeah. torn. We're going to skip to Friday. Yep. And Cody comes out. And tells Roman that he will finish the story. Yep. Just not at WrestleMania. Yeah. The Rock comes out. The Rock's music hits, yep. The Rock comes out, he and Cody hug. Rock says something to Cody, mm-hmm. and Cody's face just falls. Yep, and then Cody hops off, the, uh, hops out of the ring and leaves. Yeah. And The Rock basically challenges Roman at Mania. Now, it is not official. Yeah. Yet. It Thursday... Thursday, there is going to be the official kickoff. The Rock is expected to be there. And let's face it, The Rock is stepping into Vince's kind of face of the company role. Yeah. Uh, But beginning as soon as that segment aired. The backlash. The fans online, the fans. I I don't even want to say just like the wrestling, the the IWC. I want to say this is the fans in general. Even the crowd in in uh in the arena in Birmingham like the, seemed a little subdued for the fact that the rock was out the there. The crowd popped hard when the rock walked out. Mm-hmm. But by the end of it, they were out of it. And uh, then they buried Seth's title. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like it just utterly destroyed I mean, to the point that Seth shouldn't even wear it any like, like just get rid of it. Forget about that talked, it exists. We talked when that title was first announced. Oh, cool! They're making a participation trophy. Yeah, um, you know we talked about how that title is worse, in, in at least in our eyes. Now, other fans may disagree, but I mean that—that's called being a fan, right? We have discussed that it is worse than the Intercontinental title. That it is maybe on par with like the U.S. title, mm-hmm. because it's just. It's not good. Cool, you're calling it a workhorse title. That's what the IC title used to be. Yeah. You know, you're calling Triple H comes out and talks about how it'll be defended every Monday, you know, and or at least most Mondays and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. Cool. That's how both of those titles should be in the modern wrestling era. It, it absolutely should be. Like, we, I get it. Roman is part-time mm-hmm. at this point. Sure. That's I, that's fine, but he needs to defend it more often than he has been. He defended it, I think, 11 times. No. He was in 20... I'm trying to remember what it was. It was 23 matches last year. Mm. Is the only title... The, the only matches. And I think he only defended the title like 10 or 11 times. Yeah. So, not even once a month. Uh, there were multiple pay-per-views that he missed. There were multiple pay-per-views where he was in a tag match with Solo or mm-hmm. something like that. That title, Roman's title, currently means nothing because it's not seen. And Seth's title means nothing because they treat it like it means nothing. Um, Seth's title is just... It, it's the also ran. It is the participation trophy. Like, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, 
I, I, appro- I, I applaud Seth in trying to get it over. I applaud Seth in the fact that every time he discusses that title, he talks about how it's the, the title for the actual wrestlers in the company and, you know, all this kind of stuff. But, no, nah, it means nothing. Yeah, it's it's weak. So you have what's going what appears to be Rock versus Roman, and it appears it's going to be Cody versus Seth, which we're hearing is because Punk's injured, so they had to scramble. Okay, cool. I I I, I get that you had these plans laid out, and one of your people that you shouldn't have put money on, you did. Mm-hmm. You you gambled and lost, right? So now you're having to scramble for a story. But here's the thing. It didn't need to be Cody, though. You could have left Cody alone with Roman. You could have had, like, how about this? How about this as an idea? The Rock comes back. The Rock's talking about being the head of the table. The Rock's talking about, you know, how blah, 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 blah. And Roman just cuts a promo and says, how long has it been since you've had a title? Because the way I look at it, I've got two. And I've had them for three years. And I'm never giving these belts up. Ever. How long was your longest title reign? A couple of months? Nah, you ain't the head of the table. You're nothing. You're not even, you don't even have a seat at the table anymore. You don't even have a seat at the table. And then you end up with, you know, then you have Cody fighting Roman. You know, he can, you carry that on. And The Rock challenges Seth and says, oh, you want to do it this way? Fine. I'll get a belt and we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. And then Rock beats Seth. Sure. Now Rock has a title too. Well, you know, and, and then you can go that route if you want to. Like, there are ways you can do this. Look, I I want to see Rock versus Roman. They've been teasing that match for ten years. Uh, I wanted to see that match ten years ago. And and but I want to see that match even now. I'll I'll accept the match now. I don't want to see it for titles. I don't want to see it at the expense of the overall storytelling and story in the company. And that's what we're getting right now. Yeah, I just want to see that match. That match doesn't need a... The, the head of the table doesn't need a belt. No. You know, if you really think about it. No. Um, you know, the the internet has gone crazy with, with some of this stuff. Like, there uh, almost immediately, there were people posting pictures of the Brett Hogan, mm-hmm. where Brett lost to Yokozuna. And Hogan came down and was like, I'm going to defend you, Brett. And he gets in the ring with Yoko... And immediately has a title match and immediately wins the belt. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of that going around where people are calling The Rock Hogan. Yeah, people Um, are definitely comparing him to Hogan. People are pointing out how fragile The Rock's ego is. um, Comparing this to his star collapse Mm -hmm. following Black Adam's release. Yep. Uh, Uh, And the failure that is Black Adam. Yep. So they're talking about that. They're talking about... Like, there's a lot of stuff going on in, in that wrestling sphere right now. There are people talking about how this this smacks of uh, Daniel Bryan at mm-hmm. WrestleMania 30 and the fact that, you know, at Rumble, everybody was expecting Bryan to come out and be in the Rumble and win it, and he had the people behind him. He had all of that kind of stuff. 
and then they just kind of shit all over it. Um, you have mainstream media yeah. reporting not on the fact that The Rock is returning for WrestleMania, not on the fact that The Rock is going to face Roman, but on the fan displeasure about this. WWE put up the, the in-ring interview clip of Rock, Roman, and Cody. Uh, it is the most disliked video WWE has ever released. And it only took it nine hours to get there. And Yeah, in nine hours, it was more than double the amount of dislikes as likes. Mm-hmm. Um, like all of the... I think, it was even, I think it was even more than that. I think it was like quadruple the dislikes to likes. Almost all of the dirt sheets have said this is the dumbest thing they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what is going on here? Uh, there's a video that got released, like a fan recorded on their cell phone from a house show on Saturday night in North Alabama where The Rock was at the house show. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, 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 I'm sorry. They replayed the clip from Friday night. Uh, and when The Rock's music hit on the clip, like the whole arena started booing. Like, if you would have told me six <laughs> months ago that fans would boo The Rock, I would have told you not a chance. If you had told me three weeks ago when The yeah. Rock came out and showed that he's out of shape, at least he's yeah. out of ring shape. Yeah. Like we can't he's take away from the shape, fact that the man is in shape. He's But he's out of ring shape. And blew up doing moves to Jinder Mahal. Mm-hmm. But if you had told me then that the crowd was going to boo Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, not a chance. Not a chance. The, the Rock is above the, the face heel. The Rock is in that legend category of, I don't care what they do, you get cheered. Right? But apparently now, not. <laughs> now, no, and, and it's all his fault because yeah. apparently he's the one politicking for this. Yep. He's the one who convinced the TKO board to go along with this and basically overrule Triple H. Yeah. At least that's the rumor. The, um, I, you, you and I, neither one can deny the, the Rock versus Roman is the money match. Like, that is the, here's Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Hollywood superstar, former wrestler, you know, big during the Attitude Era versus Roman Reigns, who's had the title for blah, 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 and blah, 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 and, you know, trying to become a Hollywood star and all of this kind of stuff. So, yeah, financially, that is the money match. However, one... WrestleMania doesn't really need a financial money match. It's Wrestle freaking mania. So people are going to watch it anyway. And if you were telling me this was going to be at like great balls of fire. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Let's have the money match. Let's get some eyes on this, but not WrestleMania. Even if it was at like elimination chamber, I've been fine with that. Yeah. Like you could have done so, this at wrestle. You could do this at, at elimination chamber. You could have, Roman win, because I don't see where The Rock wins, right? You have Roman win, and it's just another feather in Roman's cap. I've beat The Rock. I'm the head of the table. No one's ever taken my belts, blah, 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 blah. blah. Here's how we book ourselves out of this. (laughs) My apologies in advance to Damian Priest. Cody uses his Rumble stipulation to challenge for the Money in the Bank briefcase at Mania. Okay. So, night one, you have Seth versus whoever, Balor. I don't, you know, 
have Seth versus somebody. Seth drops his title so he can go home and lick his wounds and heal. Yeah. He needs it. I say lick his wounds. Yes. Like, I'm not trying to be... No, 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 no. Dude's dude, been wrestling through injuries for months now. Yeah. Dude needs to take some time off. He needs to heal, spend some time with his daughter, heal up, come back, and be Seth freaking Rollins again. Yes. We also have night one. Cody beat Damien for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Okay. Now... Again, my apologies to Damian Priest. He deserves better. Yes. He has earned his spot, but I just don't see them pulling the trigger on anybody right now. Yeah, who, who's he, he going to cash in on? He, he hasn't. You know, he's not going to cash in on Seth or, right now. Or you do this. I like where you're going here. I think you can do it a different way, though. And you, well, don't, and you don't shit on Damian Priest. Well, give me just a second okay. to finish mine, and then okay. I'll let you fix it. Night two, you have The Rock Roman. Roman beats The Rock clean in the middle of the ring, no interference from anybody else mm-hmm. because I don't want to see that anymore. I'm tired of it. Okay? Paul, do you hear me? Do you, no more interference. But he's drained. He's beat. Soon as he is, Cody's music hits. Here comes Cody with the briefcase, cashes in. One, two, three. Cody finishes his story. And then you have a little bit more story of Roman being like, man, you did beat me. And he's like, I beat you the same way you beat me last year. Yeah. And, and there you go. Um, now, how would you? Yeah. Have- <laughs> so that works. Um, I think you could also have Seth, you know, Cody comes out and says, you know, who am I supposed to challenge? I don't want to challenge Seth. It makes no sense. I'll, you know, that kind of stuff have well never mind I don't think it'll work yeah never mind I mean look I hate it because I, I think that when because I was trying to get away to where Priest doesn't get shit on because he's been doing some good work he's right? been doing great work and, and, and like I don't want to see him just lose the lose the briefcase without you know trading it in I guess you could do that because then that can lead to the impet- the impetus of uh, Judgment Day breaking up yeah. Uh, because they, they've they kind of run their... If you've asked me, they've kind of run their, their course. Uh, they do need to separate. Um, yeah, it's just it's just all around bad right now. It's yeah. bad options. It's bad booking. Uh, they can still save it. It can still be saved. Cody sure. can come back Monday and he can say, you know, I've, I've spent this last weekend thinking about it and, and the... When, when Dwayne came to me, call him Dwayne, don't call him The Rock, call him Dwayne. When Dwayne came to me and said, hey, I want Roman at Mania, you know, I remembered back to when I was a boy and when I was watching The Rock in his prime. And I was like, yes, I want to see this. They, they've got this family beef they need to settle. And I, I was, I was going to step aside. But you guys yeah, point out to the crowd, you guys are reminding me who I am, why I'm here, and I need to finish my story. And at WrestleMania, it is going to be Roman Reigns losing to Cody Rhodes, and I'm going to get my dad. I'm going to get the belt that my dad never got. Yeah, and you do it that I, way. You or hey, you, have, you make it a triple threat. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to see a triple threat. Like I really don't. Don't get me wrong. I really don't want to see that. But 
you could make it that. You could say, you know, Cody comes out and he says, you know, I, I got to thinking about it. And, you know, yeah, Dwayne and, and Roman, they've got history. They've got a, you know, they've got a story that they need to finish. But their story is not more important than mine. Yeah. So I still will be challenging Roman at Mania. And if Dwayne wants to be part of that match, he is more than welcome to because I have invited him to be there. But I will be walking out of that ring with those belts no matter so, who's in that match. Let's talk about what happened after the Rumble last week. Okay. After the Rumble, they go into a press conference. Mm-hmm. And in this press conference, Cody gets asked a question on the Vince stuff. Mm-hmm. Cody answers it as best as you can without actually answering the question. You know, like, yeah. he, he can't answer it. He has to defer to HR. Right. Anybody who's ever worked in a oh, corporation sure. understands that. But Cody does. And Cody has stepped into the role following Rumble. And, I mean, he's he's been kind of in this role, but he stepped it up. He became John Cena. He yeah. became Hulk Hogan. Well, he became The Rock. Well, Cody is only the Saturday fourth, night. He is only the fourth person in... In Rumble history, to win back to back Rumbles, mm-hmm. and the other three people were Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. I don't mean multiple; I mean back to back is what I'm saying there, right? Yeah. So there's only been three people that have done that before Cody. That says a lot, and then you're going to squander it. Yeah, I don't it, get it. Well, it, it's. It's the rock politicking. Yeah. But yeah. And and hopefully Ari Emanuel, mm-hmm. the CEO of Endeavor. Here's all the fan Hopefully backlash. Nick Khan has seen the fan backlash. Hopefully Paul's sitting over there, Triple H, and is like, man, I, I told y'all this was going to happen. Right. Uh, you know. And hopefully they reverse course Monday night. Hopefully. Now. You, see, like, like you were talking about the. the Press conference, right? Mm-hmm. Cody, I thought Cody handled himself very well in that press conference. Cody stepped into the John Cena, yes. the the Stone Cold the Steve face Austin, of WWE the, the face of WWE, and he became WWE in that moment. Triple H, I think Triple H kind of shit the bed with his responses. I he granted you and like, I disagree like, on this because like, you granted know. there's not a lot he can say, right? He is the head of creative. He is he is in a position of power in WWE, and again, who knows how much he knew. Well, it, not only is he in a position of power in WWE, he's the head of creative. His wife yeah. is Vince's daughter. Yeah, he's Vince's so son-in-law. He's Vince's like, son-in-law. Like, His wife stepped in for Vince when he stepped down in 2022, yeah. uh, and then stepped away again when Vince came back. So Triple H is not just navigating a corporate landscape here. Yeah. Say what you will. Vince is still his father-in-law. Yeah, he's still he's trying to navigate uh, family. Yeah, so he's got to navigate the family because Stephanie may be just completely disgusted and want nothing to do with her father. Yep. She may be completely disgusted, but say he's still my he's dad. still my dad. And so. Yeah, there's, you know, yeah, he's... The, the reason I say that is because his non-answer was the most non-answer that 
that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have said a little more. He could have, and when I what I mean by that is, I mean he could have. It's really hard to to kind of put into words here. He could have put it a better way. I guess is the point that I'm trying to make. Like his his comment was, you know, hey, you know, I can't talk about anything like that. Yeah, um, and as opposed to you know, look, you know, as a company, we're looking into everything we possibly can, you know, because if you look at Cody. Cody's answer was a little more thorough. He still didn't say anything, right? You could tell, it, at least to to my ears and eyes as I watched it, you could tell that he wanted to say something more. And at one point, he even did. stopped himself. He even yeah. stopped and he's like, no, I, I got to go back. I got to say what I said. So I he was he, told, that yeah. was the answer that was given to him by the marketing department. Not if the question, but when the question comes up, this, this is, is how you're going to say. But... It just it, it didn't feel genuine is really what I'm getting at, especially from Triple H, who in yeah. who in most of these press conferences and most of the interactions you've seen with him, he seems like a genuine dude. Yeah, um, uh, you know, I I, th- I think that he's just he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Um, pun not actually intended, but it just he he's stuck and he answered the way he was told. To respond, and yeah, I get what you're saying, but he also this is just kids' granddad. Yeah, I mean, you I, know, I, look, I get it, I do. It just it didn't sit right. I guess is the best way to put that. Yeah. No, I get it, and yeah. and I understand where you're coming from because you have you have all this this darkness that's fallen over the rumble. You you pull the right move by having Cody win again. Because, mm-hmm. like, we were talking about it. We were we were expecting Punk to win. Oh, it was, it was a foregone conclusion for us that Punk was yeah. winning. Like, we wanted Cody to win. Everybody wanted Cody to win. Which to finish the story. I know, right? <laughs> like, I think we mentioned it, the fact that, you know, several years ago, you could hear me on this podcast. Mm-hmm saying that Cody Rhodes would never be more than a mid-card jobber in our mid-card title holder, a jobber to the stars in WWE. Go back and listen to us in 2022. So, you know, go, go back and listen to us. And I'll admit I was wrong. You know, when Cody came in, they treated him like royalty. They, well, there is more than one Royal family. Right. (laughs) They put him, they, they did what's best for business and they put him in that spot. Kudos. Yeah. But it feel now it feels almost like a long con. It feels like, oh, yeah, yeah. Cody, come on over. We'll sign you. You know, we're going to give you this title shot. You're going to be the one to dethrone Roman. We're going to make everything happen. You know, we just need you to leave AEW, uh, which sent AEW kind of into a tailspin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they, he got to WWE, it's like here at the end, it's just like, psych, and, and you get nothing. Sorry. Yeah. Good day. Um, said good day, sir. I said good day, sir. You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, all right, let's move away from the bad. Okay. Let's move away from the bad. We, we've talked a lot about it. Um, there's not really anything else to say other than the fact that, um, do the right thing. WWE do the right thing. Fix it. Put Cody Rhodes one-on-one against Roman at mania. Uh, and well, let's talk about Bailey. Okay. The other winner of the rumble. Yes. Loved this. So Bailey comes out with damage control, 
and Rhea is watching on a monitor. Mm-hmm. Bailey's talking, and she's going to pick, and then she turns around and talks, you know, directly to damage control about, you know, how her friends and all of this and have their back and yada yada. And you can sense the tone shift. Well, she says that the obvious choice for her is Rhea. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I could choose EO, but, you know, ha, 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 yeah. you know. But you sense the tone shift, and you start, she starts questioning. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say damage control, Dakota Kai is not there. Right, it's just, it's EO Sky, uh, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane that are yeah. out there. So... She turns around and then she says something to Io in Japanese. Yeah, and and I don't know exactly what she said, but from what I understand, people have translated it, basically stating that it's "I understand." Yeah, and she says, "I've picked up some Japanese." She's like, "Yeah, that's Japanese. I've picked it up hanging out around you guys all these months." And when she says it, you see EO sells it the best. Yeah. Like, she's just like, what? what? And then you, you see Asuka and Kyrie like, okay. And then they attack her. She continues in on EO. The Kabuki Warriors get behind her. And they attack her. She gets over and pulls out a lead pipe. Yeah. Not a PVC pipe painted silver. Right. A lead pipe. And whales on them. And then basically says, I'm challenging EO. Yep. Dakota, so, Dakota sent like a, a tweet with like a, what's happening in a heartbreak emoji. Uh, <laughs> you know? So yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm good to see a face Bailey. She's been a yeah. heel for long enough. You know, she, she grew as a character. The, the hugger gimmick had run its course. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see her as a heel. The only I don't want to see her revert back to hugger. No, 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 no. I don't but want her to go back to that. I do want at Mania, not before Mania, but at Mania, I want her to come out, stand there for a second, and then I want the Bailey buddies so to just blow up next to her. That'd be funny. Just I, I, I don't want to see them on screen she, beforehand. Yeah. I want to see her standing out there, and then from like a little recessed yeah. position on the stage. Here come the she Bailey come, buddies. She comes out in her normal gear. She comes out to her normal Bailey, her new, her, her yeah. newer music, right? You know, the whole thing. And then just have those. That would be awesome. I would love to see that. Bring in the, uh, the young lady that is, was her biggest fan that Izzy, I yeah. think was her name. Her name was Izzy. Yeah. Uh, bring her. I so that's a wrestler now. Wouldn't like surprise me. Independent wrestler. Wouldn't surprise me. I think I saw something about that here, uh, several weeks ago. Uh, I know by now she's got to be an adult, a young adult. Um, but bring her and have her at ringside, have Bailey go yeah. over and hug her. Yeah. I don't need the side, no, you know, the side ponytail, the side ponytail. None I don't need the hugger. None of that. But reference that, Hey, Bailey's truly face now. Yeah. You That'd know, cool. Bailey's back. She's face and have her beat EO. Yeah, How, she needs to like I, I I want her to win this. I am glad EO Sky got the belt, but they have done absolutely nothing with her. Yeah, zero. Um, I'm kind of tired of WWE giving belts to people that are members of factions mm-hmm. because it lets them be completely lazy around the person with the belt. Like, look at Rhea, right? Yeah, like I love Rhea to death. Uh, 
but she's a member of Judgment Day. Her her title storylines are overshadowed by Judgment by Day. Judgment Day storylines. Yeah. The only time, to me, the only time a faction, a WWE style faction, mm. right, with titles works is if you're going to do like an undisputed era, where they were draped in gold, right, where it yeah. was every gold, every piece of gold in NXT was on undisputed era except the women's titles because there were no women in there. Well, you yeah. go back to uh, um, Evolution. Every one of them had gold at some point. Yes, that, it, they me, managed out of evolution. They managed to launch two careers, yes. two highly successful Hall of Fame worthy yes. careers. Um, to me, that works because then the storyline becomes who is going to knock off this faction that is controlling everything. Not oh, well, we have a faction storyline, but yeah, somebody just happens to be a title, so. We have to either break them out of the faction storyline when they have to do a title storyline, or we just have them fight somebody randomly. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> I'm not I'm not super, a super fan of a faction person having a belt. I would like to see Bailey go ahead and win the title. Um, it would be really cool, like one of those like Jason fantasy book type things. Yeah, is hold on, PG right. We oh, gotta yeah, keep this yeah, PG. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> is you know Bailey's fighting EO for the title, and damage controls down there, obviously, mm-hmm. right? And when I say that, I mean all of them. I know Dakota's injured, but but Dakota should be cleared to come back at any by time. Then I think she should be fine. I it's it's so, one of those she's she's going to be cleared at any time now. So you have, you know, EO or you have Oscar, you have Kyrie, and you have Dakota down there. Right, and damage control is trying to get involved, and Dakota's really kind of guys. Come on, you know this needs to be a fair fight, that kind of thing. Yeah, and at some point they do cause a problem. Bailey gets, you know, starts to get jumped, and Tegan comes down. Tegan runs down to save Bailey, and Dakota turns on damage control. Mm-hmm. And you get Dakota and Tegan back together because they were always awesome in NXT. Yeah, their their split where Dakota super kicked Tegan and turned heel, it never really got a good finish because both of them ended up injured. And um, then you had you know Dakota team up with Raquel as her heavy. Yeah, you know, so it never it never got a satisfying finish if you ask me. Yeah, this can give us that. Hey, we're back together. You know, whether you do anything with it, whether they join Bailey, I, I would prefer they don't. I would prefer it just be a hey, we're going to challenge the Kabuki Warriors. You know that kind of thing because I think they're the tag team champions, right? Yes, the Kabuki right Warriors are currently the tag team champions. They won it the night before the Rumble. Yes. Um, so and, you have them fight there for the titles. Cool. That builds that storyline. Eo's now not the champ anymore. She got her moment with the belt. She got to cash in. Here we go. Well, you, yeah. and you have Kyrie and Oscar turn on EO following. You could to, to basically kick to EO out, split all of it up, and and you have EO kind of go on her own journey to mm-hmm. figure out who she is because EO is more of a face than she is a yeah. heel. Yeah, so she's got to go back to being the uh, the genius know, of the sky, genius of the sky, and work her way back up. So I mean, that way you end damage control neatly. 
Yep. You create. You started a new storyline. You've started several new storylines yeah. if you follow our booking. Yeah, because now Bailey's got the belt. She can go do her thing. EO is, you know, damage control's done. So the vehicle that got EO to where she is is gone. EO has to figure out what's going on. You've got the Kabuki Warriors versus uh, Tegan and Dakota, uh, you know, back together, learning to be friends again type thing. Yeah. Tegan's always on edge that yeah. Dakota's going to turn on her again. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, I mean, hey, you, you've created three cool storylines. It's right there. We'll see what happens. Um, Maybe we will. I'm not convinced that I'm going to even watch Mania this year. I'm I'm going to watch Mania because I want to see what the first Mania without Vince McMahon's influence like I, looks like. I, I kind of do, you know, but I also, it's all going to depend on what they do with the storylines right now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to reward crap storylines. I don't want to reward this. Uh, you know, hey, we uh, 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 somebody got hurt. Uh, quick, 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 do this. You know, almost like a Vince booking decision because this this sounds this feels like something Vince would do. Well, this is Roman, or this is the Rock politicking his way oh, into the yeah, match. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right, and it, and it feels oh yeah like a Vince play. And here's the thing. I don't remember where I was going to go. <laughs> no, like, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, this doesn't feel like something Triple H would do. No, this is, and I don't think this is. This is everybody from Ari Emanuel to the TKO board of directors saying, okay, we need a big star. We have The Rock right here, and he wants a match. Let's give him the match. You can tell that anybody involved in this decision has not been paying attention to WWE at all. Yep. And that includes Dwayne Johnson. Uh And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Rikishi posted a, uh, what's happening tweet. Right. And the top response to it was, uh, did the rock pay you to run over any, um, bleach-tetted <laughs> white boys. That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. I have not seen one good thought on The Rock versus Roman. I haven't either. I have like, The Rock posted uh, a tweet where, you know, it's always electrifying, and I always get goosebumps when the yeah. people's champ comes to a place. Thank you so much, Birmingham, Alabama, blah, 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 blah. And, like, the comments underneath that tweet, like, the first couple were, you know, sure think champ, you know, something like that. And then, like, the 100,000 other ones are go away. Basically. Yeah, so I know we don't have a huge audience, but maybe this clip can get out there. Maybe I can turn this into a YouTube short or something, <laughs> and we can spread the word. From now on, anytime that you see Roman Reigns, anytime you see The Rock, just chant as loudly as you can, drown out the microphones, we want Cody. Yeah. We want Cody. During the entire Roman versus Rock match at Mania, we want Cody. Look, or better yet, because that'll be the main event. Yeah, leave, leave, just leave. 
everybody who goes, the the hundred thousand people that are gonna go to WrestleMania, that? get up and leave. Could you imagine that? WWE's the, the financials won't care because the, the money's already been spent. Oh, but you've already bought your tickets. But could you imagine as you know, you hear you know, can you smell la, 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 la. and everybody files out as and he's coming down as the, the rock walks out on stage and it, you know, it pull, does that pullback, right? So you can see all of it and it's just people standing up and walking to the aisle and walking up the stairs and out there yeah. while the rock is walking to the ring. And by the time Roman gets to the ring, the arena is like half empty. Uh, and they basically wrestle a, a closed arena match. Mm hmm. Because there's like seven people sitting front row and then just empty seats or something like that. Even even if half the people did that, yeah, the optics would be so bad. Dwayne would lose his ever loving mind. Oh, hundred percent. Because his ego is so fragile, he would lose it completely. Um, I mean, just the. I don't see where anybody could see that in WWE and be like, oh, this is a good idea. We should do this again. I don't see how anybody can see the reaction this weekend. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good idea. Say that, hey, we need to continue this. Now, look, part of this idea and something we haven't addressed with all of this is they were looking for a story that was going to pivot away from Vince. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? That's fair. Right, like nothing is going to pivot away from the news that's going to come out right. over the next couple weeks. Like, I can understand the 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 company being like, "Uh, crap, we have to do something to try to get to get people's minds off and bring the rock back. Everybody else, the rock, right? Bring bring the rock back. You know, mm-hmm. like I can get that. I understand. That said, this went about it the wrong way because now you've got all this this badness and darkness on Vince and you've got all this badness and darkness on the rock. Like you want to pivot away from Vince. That's fine. Have Cody finish his story. Cody comes out on Monday night, talks about how he is, you know, have him cut the uh, uh, Cody's version of the hard times promo. Mm -hmm. You know, he cuts talking about how, when he was growing up, his dad was never around because he was always wrestling and entertaining the fans how the one thing that he always asked his dad every time he came home, whether he did or not, did you win the belt, dad? You know, that kind of stuff. Like, you can build this Cody idolized his father. We know that. And he's going to do the thing that his dad never did, and he's going to win the belt. And then Seth comes out, and Seth tries to convince him, nah, man, let's tear down the roof. You know, let's you and me do it for this belt, the one that matters. Cody's like, you know what, Seth, you're right. That belt is the one that matters. It's the only one that seems to be defended. But it's not the WWE title. And any other time, I would gladly get in this ring with you and just, and bring the house down. Yeah. But I can't. It has to be Roman because he has the belt that I need. You know? Like, you can cut that promo. And you have him... I know there's not anything for him to work with here, but you have Cody build up Seth's belt. Yeah. And and because Dwayne and Roman, Dwayne and Joe just destroyed yes. that belt. Yes, they did. 
utterly and completely destroyed that the belt. The belt was already fragile as Rock's ego anyway. Like, <laughs> I don't know if anything's quite that fragile. Like, who's had that belt? Seth. Seth. There's been no lineage, and I get their idea maybe having it be the whole, hey, the first person that holds it is going to hold it for a while, so it means something. It's been defended just about every pay-per-view, just about. There's been ones that have missed. If you want to call this the workhorse title, though, you want to call this the belt that matters, it should have been defended at every single pay-per-view since it was well, announced. If you want to give it, it lineage. should have been the main event. If you want to give it some lineage, you stop Roman from carrying around the World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. And like, I thought that's what they were going to do with this belt. Like you, you like, Roman just walks out with the WWE Championship, and that's all he needs. Like I thought that's what they were going to do when Triple H announced this title, and then they made the they made the black WWE title that's mm-hmm. the same as the red one and the blue one. Roman still comes out with all three of those belts when they announced these two new titles. It should have been this is the new World Heavyweight Title. Yep. It will carry the lineage of the big gold belt. And then it has the lineage. It has the weight. It has the respect. Because honestly, most people like the world heavyweight title more than the WWE title. I think it looks better. The big gold belt has more history than oh, the yeah. WWE title. It. You do that. Then when you present Roman the new belt, Roman no longer comes out with the red and the blue one. Mm-hmm. He just comes out with the black WWE title. And he is the undisputed WWE champion. Yeah. And Seth is the world heavyweight champion. Yeah. And there you go. None of that matters now. Cody Cody still wants the WWE title because it's the belt his dad never had. Sure, there we go. But at least you don't have this weird, like, Roman's got the two belts that really matter because they've got all the lineage. And Seth has... I've said it before, the participation trophy belt because Roman's on SmackDown and he's got both the belts, so we have to have a main title on Raw, so let's just create a new one. All of this could have been solved if WrestleMania 39, Cody wins. Mm -hmm. And Cody comes out on Raw the following night with both of the belts and he holds up the universal title and he goes, I don't care about this belt. This belt came about whenever I wasn't in the company. This belt means nothing to me. It means nothing to my family. Some greats have held it. And then he calls Pierce out, and he hands the belt to Pierce, and he says, Pierce, I want you to have a tournament for this belt so that the next person that has it is, you know, yeah, someone who is as amazing as Roman was having it, or something like that, yeah. right? He gives he the belt up. Roman, he gives that one up, and he holds he, give, the he gives that title. belt up to vacant. Uh, you know, the most successful. And then, like, okay, Cody's now on Raw. Cody has the WWE title. Cool. Friday night on SmackDown, Pierce comes out and goes, you know, if anybody didn't watch Raw, Cody vacated the Universal title, so I'm gonna do something unprecedented. Every male superstar on the SmackDown roster will be seated in a tournament mm-hmm. for the vacant universal title. And over the next three months or whatever, we will have matches to determine 
who becomes the the new universal champion. Do a build up. You turn it into a King of the Ring. Yeah, you do a King of the Ring tournament, you but you do a King of the Ring you, with everybody on the roster. Everybody on the roster. Obviously, you can't fit that into a three hour pay per view. No. So you have well, you the have entire it. tournament take place over the course of several weeks on SmackDown, yeah. and then and then you have the pay per view. Exactly. SmackDown only. No Raw. Yeah. SmackDown only pay per view. King and, of the Ring, and it's the basically the the semifinal, the quarterfinal, semifinals, and the final match. Yeah. And you walk out of there, and if you do this right, you could have you could give it to Xavier Woods. And, and what you do? Well, what you do is you say anybody who's held the Universal Title in the past gets a buy for the first couple of rounds, something yeah. like that. You know, so Roman gets a buy, AJ gets a buy, you know, that kind of stuff to give them some extra thing. But hey, then you can then you book the Cinderella story, and you have at least one person. It doesn't have to be a lot of them, but you have one person that's like, you know. How is he still in the tournament? And that could be Xavier if you wanted to, right? Xavier gets all the way to the pay-per-view, gets through the quarterfinal, and ends up in the semis, or he loses in the quarters or whatever. But Mm -hmm. it's one of those, like, Cinderella runs of Xavier Woods really did that. He is a superstar, and then he gets put into that, that bucket of, this is a guy we need to watch. Yeah. You know, that could be something neat. Then you have your, like, your semifinal losers. Now you've got your next several champion, your mm-hmm. next se- several storylines built. Yeah. Right there. Again, I would like to remind both AEW and WWE We're available that we are available for, you know, your booking committee. We will be happy to discuss terms with you and um, bring you wild success in the future. So, Michael, what else happened? Because I can't think of too much else. We didn't talk about anything AEW this week, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. I didn't watch Dynamite. I didn't watch Rampage, and I didn't watch Collision. I don't I don't think anything really happened in AEW. Uh, oh, uh, again. Oh, one thing I do know that happened. CMLL has event, is apparently invading AEW. Which is interesting. Which is interesting, but... There was no build-up to it, so I don't really care. Yeah, it's just interesting that CMLL is now, because they've had a strong partnership with AAA. Mm-hmm. And my understanding, at least, is that CML and AAA do not get along. Yes. And so it's interesting to see that we have um, CMLL now. Right. So. Huh. But other than that, no, nothing really happened on AEW this year, this week, this year. Um, I mean, you're not wrong there. Um, There's still the rumors that Okada and uh, Mercedes Monet are Um, coming to AEW. Mercedes has apparently been, from from the rumoring around, right? Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. She's apparently been signed with AEW for a little bit of time now. Um, she was supposed to debut Rumble weekend. Why? Which, you know, we made the comment, one, why? That's the <laughs> dumbest thing possible. Unless Tony Khan was sitting there thinking, yeah, they're expecting her to show up in the Rumble, but she's not. She's going to be on Collision. Uh-huh. And, and nobody's going to see it because they're all watching the Rumble. Her, you know? Um. So... We'll see what goes on there. There was also a rumor about the fact that he didn't want to debut her with all the Vince stuff going on to take away from the fact of her debuting. Um, 
which smart move if that's the case. Uh, well, but, hey, cool. I, I'd like to. I want to see her do the best she can. And if AEW is that place, there you go. Um, there's been rumoring about Okada, the uh, both AEW and WWE. Um, the thing that I wonder is because unless you're an actual like big wrestling fan. The average WWE viewer has no idea who Okada is, mm. so he would almost have to go to NXT, I would think. And do you put Okada in NXT? That sounds like a dumbest idea possible. They can bring Okada to the main roster. They could. But they, they they put him against so, AJ. Well, here's the thing: you you put him against somebody who has history with, and that yeah. is AJ Styles. And I get that, but you know when AJ. But I think about when AJ debuted because I think mm-hmm. AJ's the last person, well, except for Jade who showed up in the Women's Rumble. I guess maybe, but AJ is the last big name that came from somewhere and debuted main roster. Who yeah. wasn't who wasn't previously a WWE guy, right? Well, it, um, and even with Jade, I, I get what you're saying here. Even with Jade, she's been in NXT or the Performance Center yeah. working, so. AJ's the last one who actually showed up main roster and was main roster, right? Mm. People knew who AJ was because TNA is an American company and is an American wrestling, and at the time was the only major competition at WWE. Yeah. So people saw who AJ was. Um, New Japan does not have the reach TNA did then, now, mm. in America. Not with TNA still being around and AEW around and all, MLW around and all of that. Yeah. Um, Okada, I don't think outside of those people that you know are wrestling fans, they're not going to know who he is. So if mm-hmm. he shows up, if you hear the coin drop, and he pops out, maybe they pipe in cheers, but everybody in the crowd is going to be like, "Who's this guy? What's going?" They on? could also build him up. Is that Shinsuke's new thing? You you can also build him up. You like could. they can. They they did it. They could sure get, they did it they in NXT. Yeah, they could give him vignettes. Go back to some vignettes. I miss some vignettes. But the question um, is, there is their relationship with New Japan good enough to do that? Would New Japan license them the the Okada, like stuff from Okada, to be able to put in those vignettes? Because if they won't, then they can't use it. And now what? Money talks. It does, but is WWE willing to spend that money for somebody that the again their average group, their average fans, one have no idea who is, and Okada's in his forties. It's not like he's a, a brand, a, you know, a fresh dude on the on the scene that they can build for years. He's in his forties. True. So I th- I think they could do it if they wanted to. Oh, uh, they absolutely could, but I don't see them doing it. Yeah. So anyway, I don't think there's really anything else for us to say. Else. So we do want to say a big thank you to Big Dog Liquor over in Gautier, Mississippi. Stop by, check them out. They've got uh, deals always going on. You know, if you're military, they have military discounts. If you're a senior citizen, they have senior citizen discounts. And on Wednesdays, you can stack the two discounts. So if you're an old military guy or gal, you can uh, you can get your discount. Yeah, and hey, you know, once you get your spirit of choice, um, check out our buddy uh, Kyle, right? Mixed Up Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he is a a food truck. A barbecue food truck. If you follow him on Facebook, and when I see mixed up kitchens, that's M I C K apostrophe S up yep. kitchen. 
Uh, find out where he's going to be. He does barbecue, brisket, pork, all that kind of good stuff. So go get you a plate. Now you got your plate. You got your your, your liquor of choice to go mm-hmm. with. You've listened to us. Yeah. So check out our friends over at Travelers on the Omnibus. They are a field trip through nerd and pulp culture. So give them a listen. And I guarantee you're going to like it. This last episode they did, uh, if you're into RPGs, tabletop RPGs, uh, check them out. They're going to give you some hints on how to build your character and provide backstory for your character. Yep. And hey, Jody, one of the travelers, he does his own thing called Fearology, where he talks about horror movies and what they mean to him and even does some experimental music that shows up on his channel. So you should definitely give him a listen. He is on Spotify only though. Yeah. So if you're listening to us on Apple or anything like that, you will need to switch over there to, to catch him there. Yeah. And check out our friends over at silence your cell phones. They do movie reviews and, um, bingeable TV show reviews. So give them a listen and you know, they, they also have a live stream on YouTube. So if you're into movies, give them a shot. And I guess with all that said... all that said... Cheers. Cheers.